Hello, welcome to Cow Daily. It's a new week. It's a new start. It's a new chance. Um, hello to all sellouts. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but sometimes do you like, you know, I, I wake up before the sunrise quite a lot, you know, especially in the winter. And um, I kind of like sit there, just sort of think about the matters of the day. But this morning I w- woke up furious, furious. And it's I'm not necessarily furious at the... Um, the state of the world, I mean, that has its own set of emotions. The furiousness is for sellouts. And um, that's just something I'm really struggling with. Like, one of the reasons being like they're selling out now when people are really needed to be fighting against this stuff. But also, you can't sell out unless you were in. Do you know what I mean? It's not that your enemies that betray you, is it? So it's like coping with like sort of betrayal, like a long line of it actually, is probably going to be one of my greatest personal challenges because I can't stand it. It's just in that category of liars and and lying. Great start of a week, this one, isn't it? Fully acknowledge it, don't worry about it. But I have to get this off my chest and I think um, it's important that we share these things and i want to know if you were feeling the same just like looking at people who a few years ago you would have thought yeah you'll be stood right alongside where when it comes down to it well they weren't were they and i find that personally really hard because it feels a very very lonely place right now um so i need to share that and i want to know if you feel the same way or if you don't um and i want to have that dialogue and that conversation because you know, if you're tuning in like regularly, you know that it's about a two-way dialogue. It's why I do um, most of them live because I want to get that instant feedback from you. Um, yeah, I'm really struggling with people who are sellouts. And some of them I'll basically be saying about it when I say them. I've got a way to do it though, but it'll happen. I mean, you know, it always does, doesn't it? So... Yeah, I'll be talking to people. I've decided that, like, because people were asking us to take the high road about some professional stuff, but also some personal stuff. And I, I'm in this kind of state of flux because I've got a lot more energy back now. And I'm like, do I want to expend this on, like, on this kind of stuff? And I, th- I think I'm not ever going to be settled until I get vengeance, gain retribution. And that's wild to me. Wild. Like, I don't even know if that's true, but that's what it feels like. I have this burning need for revenge. And um, I, I've asked my partner like, not to let us give in to hate, which sounds mad, doesn't it? But it's what I've asked her to do because that's how it feels. Like, I'm being, you know, at times, like, being sucked in by the hate. And now, now I don't think that I will, that'll ever be a completed process. I'll always pull back from that. And I don't even need anybody else to stop us. But it's nice to have safety measures in place, isn't it? Because it's dead easy to do, given into hate until 2023, we'll see it all around with. I won't do it, but I certainly won't give in to love either. Like, going either side of those, like, there's no balance there. We're allowed to feel angry about what's been done. We're allowed that to feel angry about people who were supposedly on our side, um, removing all hope. Well, we get to let them do that, but like, that's the thing. I think when we put people on a pedestal, like hero worship and stuff, um, then problems ensue. 
don't ever put anybody on a pedestal, man, because like it's not like, oh, they're always going to let you down, of course, the will, the humans, but some people will actively manipulate you as a result. And I think that these are the things that we've learned. Um, and we're certainly some of the things that we'll be learning <laughs> later on in this show, as usual. And I found it really strange that I'm talking about certain people or certain things. And there's people trying to warn us off doing it. How about no? How about don't even be trying to tell? Like, all that makes us think is you don't want us talking about that thing for a strange reason because it must be a strange reason because it's all evidence. So why you got a problem with the truth? This didn't just happen in a vacuum, this little five-minute monologue, did it? None of it does. But we'll get on with the show soon. But do not in your life, in your life, think I'm scared. Oh, no, no, let's, let's change that. Of course I'm scared. Of course I am. I'm a human being. But I'm not going to back down. It's a very different thing, isn't it? So don't in your life try and warn me off. Ever. So anyway, see who's in. Let's have a look. Zoe's in, hello, Barbara's in, nice to see you, Jacqueline Hemmons is in, cool, Olive Book is a new person I've not seen for a while, what does shwami mean, is it like shwama, I like a shwama, me, shwama is top food, another one of the beautiful things about immigration and multiculturalism in Britain, imagine life without shwama, that would be bad, but I am, um, Olive, let us know what shwami means, shwami, I don't know. Susie's in. Hello, pal. Dave Slaz. I was a belter. David Hockney. Love you, mate. I remember you sent us a mint um, bit of feedback and positivity a little while ago, and I appreciate you for it, man. I actually reposted it on Instagram. It touched us so much, so thank you. Stephen Jackson in the place. Nice to see you, pal. Shelley Kelly's in the house. Olive Book means how do in Welsh. Cool, man. Oh, hold on a minute. Shumai. Oh, so that's how you spell it, right? That's how you pronounce it. Shumai. How do? Class. Oh, that, so there's, this was. <laughs> or it was, if it is. Um, welcome to the show. Welcome to the new week. Um, apologies for starting the show with that. It wasn't really a message for you, uh, the audience, and, and all you good people. It was a message for certain individuals who think I'm easily frightened. Be seeing you. Remember the prisoner? Aye. So anyway, ding, ding, ding. Let's have a look at the things. YouTube.com forward slash cow daily. Go to the community tab. Uh, I'll be banging some written posts on there later before me meeting um, at one o'clock. We're about something completely entirely different to Milk the Cow. Um, so uh, maybe there's some of the stuff I do with them. Maybe he's talking about in the future. Who knows? It's not a secret, but I have a separate life from this. <laughs> so anyway, if you while you're there, if you could subscribe, that would be appreciated. I see quite a few of you have over the last week or so, and it's always appreciated. If you want to support work um, directly, um, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. There you can help us build the new media, the one that tells the more fucking truth. So go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Also, one-off uh, donations can be made via PayPal, and the link, as ever, is in the description of this show. Let's get right amongst it. But before I do, I'll just turn my phone off because it's just buzzed, and we don't like that. 
Right, hold on a minute. Let's pull up some business. Um, I'm going to do a, like a little sort of follow up because people don't want us to. So it's always a good idea to do that, isn't it? But I'm going to have a drink of my tea first on the lemon balm at the minute. A lemon balm is good for your health, very, and I like it. So I suggest you get some yourselves. Right, what we're following up, unsurprisingly. Ford report, um, eagle-eyed people who were around last week will have seen um, this carry on. Do you know what it is? Sod that. Let's start the show with some hope first, because God knows we need it. We'll be coming back to that Ford report stuff. There's a load of other stuff that we're going to talk about as well. However, this really got me at the weekend. Leon Edwards, right? The thing is, in martial arts, like the people who are absolute gobshites generally get cast like put forward whereas leon's not like that he's a quiet lad but he's the one of the best martial artists in the world uh this was a rematch at the o2 in london at the weekend and he won and he did it with a plum over five rounds and one on a decision against arguably the best welterweight of all time if not one of the best pound for pound fight as all weights obviously kamaru usman what a, an achievement um this from a, a lad who you know, if you want to look into his like stories, dad was murdered when he was 14 and how he's come up in the way that he has in the area that he has come up in Birmingham is incredible. Um, I wrote it on his page, you deserve it not just for the hard work, but who you are as a man and who you represent and how you represent yourself as a martial artist. In these negative times, you're a great thing for our country. And one of the only things I'm proud about that's connected to it, to be honest, keep being who you are, Leon. Leon's the lad who um, is doing the headshot bang because in the first um fight he head kicked Usman into the shadow realm so um the chant now is headshot bang absolutely so pleased for him his team his family that absolutely deserve it and in terms of a representation of our country in these times um it's wonderful to see a lad who was born in Jamaica who um it defines himself as Jamaican British um, demonstrate what's brilliant about multiculturalism and also demonstrate who he is as a man. He's an, an absolute role model for anybody's children. And um, in these times, there's this precious few and precious little. So big up Leon Edwards. And I just wanted to say and include him in today's hope section because um, I am so proud of him and I don't even know him. He's just no, he's not a political person. He just stands there in his truth as who he is and is a beacon for what's good about Britain. And if I had to be proud of something about Britain, it would be Leon Edwards. So big up, Leon. Also, um, this happened at a Sunderland match, and I saw it, and it made us cry because I just thought it was a beautiful thing, and I want to share it with you. Um, Sarah Berry says, your manager's a credit to your team. Please can, can some of you help me get a personal thank you to your, one of your team. My son was a mascot today. There's a lad in the picture here in a Sunderland shirt. Um, an opposing player comes up. I don't know who you're playing at the weekend, actually. My son was a mascot today. He has autism and is non-verbal. This player came over and said hello. He also said, told him it's okay to be different. Who is this player? Somebody replies, Fred Onyadima. Much Just honestly, just things like this make all the difference, clearly, to people's families and... Um, it really touched us that somebody went out their way to do that and big up Fred. And it's like, it's one of those things that people get highlighted for the bad things to do. 
particularly black people. Um, so look at that. Without even trying, there's two black people, and I've just realized they're both black. I didn't even fucking think about that um, before, which isn't part of that whole, like, it doesn't matter to me. Obviously, people have their own own paths in life and how they're born but jesus like man look at this these two amazing people just look at them soak them up we need to be focusing on these people as well as anything else also one other thing that ben sellers pointed out which i wasn't aware of um, i'm not going to talk about the new cassie united ownership stuff and whatever today that's coming and we're going to be doing a show with newcastle united against sports washing which is a fans group not going to talk about that today. I'm just going to talk about what Ben says here. So what he's saying is good to note that Newcastle's new hero, Alexander Isaac, is the child of African refugees. His parents fled war-torn Eritrea before he was born and settled in Solna, a working-class suburb of Stockholm. Remember that when the far right tell us to hate asylum seekers. Absolutely spot on. Um, I mean, we're going to be touching on like some of the Newcastle fan base later on um, because I wanted to give you a pretty clear illustration about how deep this all this fash stuff has um, got into people but it'd be good if we're actually pointed out that especially locally that newcastle's new hero is a refugee so um i remember when debril cc and demba bar used to play up front and um there was a hell of a lot of islamophobia in the area and um we put a picture of the two of them celebrating a goal by praying to both Muslims um, in the youth project we worked in. It was a, always a great talking point because they were heroes. I remember like um, when I was a kid and Tony Cundam used to play up front for Newcastle. Um, he was one of the first black players, if not the first black Newcastle player. And um, that went some way to reducing racism and certainly Andy Cole later on um, scored a hell of a lot of goals. And it's sad that a lot of it comes down to that with people but i'm not sure where we're at now with that and you'll find out later in the show as to why right i'm gonna just bash a video on um after i took some comments here uh shelly's saying just spotted your title ceo of tory enablers hey if you if people are going to call us that then let's be that there um you call that radio is in the house nice to see you pal um, you call that radio is always a good follow. They do some great stuff on there, like arts and culture. Um, Monday morning, hope sounds like a plan. Defo, mate, and trust as I need that today. Um, Slaz is saying, I need to try Leon's mom's jerk chicken. Maybe we should go down there one day to Birmingham and just go and spend some money there. Oh, man. Hang on a minute. I'll just fix my mic stand there. Nearly fell apart, much like me. Right. What's Barbara saying first before we move on? I broke contact with many of my friends after the Brexit vote. Then when those who I genuinely th thought would vote against the Tories boasted that they voted against Corbyn, gutted. Yeah, me too. I've got rid of people out of my life also. Um, some for fast shit. But that's it's not easy, is it, Barbara? And um, But I respect your honour and integrity because the top and bottom it is, man, you can't have people like that in your life. <laughs> Especially the people reveling it. You know what I mean? It's crazy talk, man. So anyway, I want to do a follow-up, right? And I wanted to talk about um, Alistair Campbell again. What you're about to see is Peter O'Bourne, who is a journalist, a um, bit of a right-wing one traditionally. And this is from when Alistair Campbell was, the, was Blair's chief of comms. Um, 
interested in what you've got to say when we come back. Years ago, the Sun newspaper launched a campaign against asylum seekers. Didn't like them very much, felt that they were abusing the system. That apparently was very critical of the government. And they launched their campaign, and at the end of that campaign, uh, they had an interview with the then Home Secretary, David Blunkett, who made certain concessions, said the Sun was right about asylum seekers, and so the Sun could claim some form of victory. I got hold of the Downing Street grid, in which they laid out in advance future events. What was fascinating was that the Downing Street grid, prepared in advance of the Sun campaign, had the Sun campaign on it down to the day when David Blunkett would give his interview. So what the Sun did, which appeared to Sun readers to be a spontaneous attack on government policy and asylum seekers, was actually an orchestrated performance with Downing Street, which, which excluded Sun readers. And it's all a performance. It's all choreographed. And it's quite disturbing, I think, for, I think, for British democracy. Hello, back again. I think it's quite disturbing too, Peter. That was obviously from when um, Labour were last stinking up the Houses of Parliament. Um, reason I'm bringing this up, if you want to know a deeper dive, go to some of the shows from the back end of last week where we're talking about Gary Lineker. Um, this one here is actually one of them. Um, Ford Report update, Lineker profits, question mark. There's a picture of Lineker with Campbell and Rory the Tory because he owns the Goal Hanger podcast network. That's Lineker, owns it. And he employs Campbell and he employs Rory the Tory. And we looked at some more detail about why that's hypocritical. You should go and look at that show if you want to know more. Um, but we've just seen that. Peter Oborn there doing some great work latterly, looking really young there, um, doing some great work latterly um, in defense of the truth, not in defense of Corbyn or anything. And that's proper journalism. I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, he was, I think, an editor in The Telegraph and all that. But for whatever reason, he seems to be doing doing the work. So my point is, Lineker here um, doing doing great stuff on the surface, and he probably I don't know. Does he know any of this? He's politically active and aware, so surely he's got to know this. And surely, right? If you, I'm just spitballing this in real time. By the way, I don't know what what's going on. I don't. I'm not done an insight into Lineker's brain. But why on earth would you be like? going to bat for refugees and asylum seekers when the bloke who was part of the dodgy dossier on weapons of mass destruction, Pat Campbell, is also captured there in that old clip. Like, <laughs> like planting stories attacking asylum seekers and refugees in the Sun newspaper. What the hell? There'll be another bit on the Sun newspaper regarding Alan Shearer in a bit. So Matt Zarb Cousin says on Twitter, I see the Starmer fans are now shifting from the indefensible position of he didn't lie onto actually it was good he lied because the ends justify the means. You would be mad to trust these people with power. Big up, Matt. You're absolutely and utterly spot on. Um, John McDonnell, I laugh. Um, says, Labour Party has issued statements today. This was from yesterday evening, Sunday the 19th. Um, Labour Party has issued statements today, says John, following media reports on Ford inquiry, including apologies from the General Secretary and leader of the party, that's David Evans and Sir Kia Establishment Starmer. There is no acknowledgement of the ongoing culture of factionalism or commitment to redress those unfairly treated as a result. I've actually asked him why he's still in this party. 
got it really. So anyway, listen to this. Apology from the leader of the Labour Party, Keir Starmer MP. He's dropped the sir. How strange. Why does he do that? As leader of the Labour Party, I want to reiterate that apology to those affected for the culture and attitudes expressed by senior staff in the leaked report. This was unacceptable and it deserved an apology. I know an apology alone is not enough, and that is why, working with the General Secretary, we have taken steps to change the culture of the party. This work is underway. The Ford Report provides concrete recommendations to help us achieve that, and I want to work with all those affected to drive this work through our party and ensure this never happens again. You do? When did that happen? Ben Sellers, people are right to say that this was written last year and has sat there on Labour's website gathering dust, but it's also right to say that it's disingenuous, perfunctory, and an archetypal politician's apology that deflects, obscures, and kicks any action at the long grass. The fact that there's still an obvious spelling mistake on there, yeah, on tells you quite a lot about the care that was taken when delivering this apology. Spot on again from Ben. Ben, I really hope you're going to um, let me know whether you're going to vote Labour. <laughs> you're saying some really good stuff. Matt's obviously not. So are you? Because I can't be doing with this whole, like, the worst Labour government's better than the, the fucking best or Tory or whatever. Absolute own Jones-level nonsense. So I'm just waiting on clarity. <laughs> but, like, some belt and stuff you're coming up with. So great. Big up. All that good stuff. Don't vote Labour. Anybody, if you want to privatise the NHS, hey, do that. So anyway, Duncan's saying... Mr. Start, what's the crack today? Hope, loads of it. Loads of it, Duncan, as ever. <laughs> um, Jacqueline Hemmons, if I didn't know any better, I'd be thinking that Peter Oborn is sliding further and further to the left as he ages. Mad, but maybe he is. I don't know, though, because, like, honestly, like, I'm saying this, I honestly think he believes in the truth. I don't trust anybody, really. So, like, at the minute, he's doing great work, but it's like... I don't quite trust you. But that's not new. I'm struggling to trust anybody at the minute. Zoe's saying, hopefully the scum will disappear from existence very soon. Hopefully, but if it's out like Talk TV, um, who Murdoch also owns, then um, the run is a bit of a loss leader just to spread propaganda. Um, but that's kind of the point. Jacqueline goes on to say, perhaps Linux is only politically active on the surface and doesn't really do a deep dive on any of the political issues. Um, that could be it. It could be it. But it all seems like mad old timing, like Lineker coming out and he's all like retweeting Campbell's podcast and it's the number one podcast in the UK. And nobody, as I can see in the media or elsewhere, is interrogating it, which is unsurprising given the absolute state of UK media, eh? but there you go. One more from Stephen just popped up. How dare Starmer use the fact he needs to change to justify the changes he's already he is already implementing? Um, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Right, hold on. Got some more. So an apology without change is just manipulation. Clearly. So, like, listen, let's have it right. We're talking about hierarchy of racism. If any of this stuff from the Ford report was around anti-Semitism, it would have been dealt with immediately, and rightly so. This is not being dealt with immediately, and the the 
are just trying to pretend it's not happening and trying to crank off everybody who's calling it out. They were even trying to like make Martin Ford out to be a crank the other day and drawn like saying the report wasn't good enough. Or was it like what? <laughs> so now you're attacking like the KC that you employed to do it. I'm not saying Starmo was doing that, but there was plenty, plenty of the Labour right doing it. So anyway, Tory Fibs. The Labour lead average is 17%. It was 37% on the 20th of October. Um, on the screen for audio people, you can see lots of different ones that you go of opinion, surveyation, more. Um, so the average is now 17%. It's dropped 20% from the 20th of October. What's changed since then? And why have Labour apparently lost 20% of the electorate at that particular like rate of losing the electorate? over the next sort of, well, less than two years now till the election, do they really think they're going to win it? And guess what they've done? Negged off all of the people who gave them free labour to try and get the, get the party into power between 2015 and 2019. The people that have tried to mug off as trots and whatever, when they were just normal people, the vast majority of them who were inspired because they want a better life for them and their family. And... There's no real other like way that that's going to happen unless there's a leg up from society and from the government, surely, because the system that we have is designed to keep people down below, with the odd exception allowed to escape like up into the different parts of society. That's unsustainable in terms of like how society can possibly operate. And Britain is one of the worst in the world for that kind of thing, whilst screaming on about meritocracy when the game is rigged. So no thank you. Um, just an aside on Tory Fibs. This fucker blocked us a while back for having the temerity to point out when he when he was lionizing Ronnie Campbell, the former MP for Blythe, when he was still the MP, by the way that he's not well well liked in the northeast and that he's a large part individually as to why um <coughs> excuse me as to why um they don't have a labor mp in blythe anymore um it's just for the block pal i thought it was a bit of a savage block actually because i wasn't being nasty to you. but i think you're a dick so fuck off but thanks for the um thanks for the research cheers pal bye anyway Moving on slightly, right? Donald Trump's back on um, Facebook and other social media. Um, there's talk he's going to be arrested tomorrow from him. Um, I thought that was this was an interesting bookend. He posted, I'm back. And it was the first thing since January the 6th, 2021, which he, where he says, I am asking for everyone at the US Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, for me, right, is going to be hilarious. And I get he's an absolute fascist and he's horrible, right? But I'll take whatever levity that I can in these times. Um, it's going to be hilarious because people don't admit this. Donald Trump is highly charismatic and he's very funny. You might not agree with his politics or whatever, but we don't have people like him. Not that you want somebody like him, but somebody with, like, the personality and the joke cracking and all of that on the left. We just don't. We do not have that, and we would do much better if we did because of the personality politics. So this is why I keep saying the dusty old motherfuckers on the left need to get out of the way. We need to see who the 
the um, talent is in the younger generation and we need to like protect and facilitate their growth into leadership facts and we need to do that within our own vehicle our own party and we need to take as long as it takes about it um because i honestly don't there's no logic to any like messing with establishment parties now none you're just if you if you're possibly thinking about voting labor at this point i mean i just don't know what what else what especially if you watch this every day i mean jesus like i mean it's not about me forget me the evidence is bloody clear so hey those are the things so anyway we'll get some more of this stuff up and then i'm gonna get myself off for another brew give myself a nice hot drop in that herbal tea it's a bit bit lukewarm let it let it let the lid off something from frank's app i just wanted to say the illusion of freedom will continue as long as it's profitable to continue the illusion at the point where the illusion becomes too expensive to maintain they will just take down the scenery they will pull back the curtains they will move the tables and chairs out of the way and you will see the brick wall at the back of the theater uh, that's frank zappa there a musician for people who don't know him. i think there's veracity to like that being a bit of a description as to where we currently find ourselves um i think a lot of the cowardice i referenced at the start of the show and the selling out just comes from fucking fear um because it's kind of like there it is it's all here now like democracy is absolutely busted up and broken certainly in the uk um i don't trust it i don't think you should um i don't think we should um shy away from engaging with it as just one tactic to try and bring about like hope for everybody living in poverty but it's probably about like less than it's single figures percent as to what it all is it's a it's an everyday thing isn't it and um I just really feel at the moment that we have to um, hold people accountable who are letting us down. And I'd really like not to be doing this on my own, like, but if I have to, well, simple as that. It's absolutely out of order. Um, also, things like this, um, these kind of melt memes. This is Gary. Gary likes crisps and football. Gary hates fascists. Gary spoke out. Gary's, it's just bollocks. Gary hates fascists, does he? Well, what what are warmongers then? Does he hate them enough to pay them substantial amounts of money? Like, what? So anyway, I just want to close this off. And this is the ultimate canary in the coal mine for me. And for people who aren't from uh, the Northeast, Tyneside specifically, you probably won't get how deep this goes. But for people who are, you'll definitely get how deep this goes. This is from the Newcastle Chronicle. Alan Shearer addresses impossible situation on return to the BBC. Newcastle United legend was quick to address the controversy live on air. Um, these are comments from our local paper, and I've checked them all out to see whether they're local, right? Um, somebody here says, can I disagree more with Shearer and his pals, Linick and Wright? Okay, you can disagree. Um, somebody else, lost all respect for Shearer. He appears to have very little knowledge or education of these types of matters and therefore shouldn't show his lack of knowledge. Actually, he got body bagged in the comments and it was sure that this guy didn't have a clue what he was talking about. Um, a legend from Hero to Zero, says somebody else. Just watched all the goals on YouTube. No pundits, great. Lost all respect for Shearer, says somebody else. Um, I've been a supporter of Newcastle United all of my 78 years. Shearer is enough to make me want to switch my support to another Northeast team. He make me puke. You should probably just... No, I don't think any other Northeast team will want you, pal. Um, loads more here. Um, why can not just stick to football? Um, did he mention that he's paid by the company that Gary Link has major shareholding? Oh, that's getting through. 
Um, so there's loads of them. Um, one at the end just for the locals. There's only room for one out in my life, and that's Alan Barnes. <laughs> Jeez, people just will not let the Barnesy thing go. Leave Barnesy alone. So anyway, my point is, right, if people have Alan Shearer wanting to make them puke, right, this is the man who scored arguably one of the greatest goals I've ever seen, Everton Volley. I mention all the time. It's just gets better every time I still say it now. What a strike. I mean, I've never liked, liked Shearer as a man, but um, I was surprised when he boycotted because he wrote for The Sun for a while and I've got my own issues with him generally. But he did he did walk out with uh, Linick and it all looks great and all of that. Fantastic. But what it, what the problem is now, you've got all of these like sort of like fash, because that's all it is. I mean, it's like, look, let's not piss about it. These people that I'm referencing here wouldn't think they were fascists at all. But look, if you at this point, if you're doing the whole like sort of send them all to Rwanda thing, I mean, you can just kiss me ass. Like, I mean, I don't care that you're local. Um, <laughs> you'll see us. I'm around. Fuck yourself. So, um, yeah, the problem I've got with the whole Shearer thing is um, that he's wrote for the sun for a long time. He's clearly Nas Alibut Hillsborough and whatever. So why he's doing that, I don't know. And I just feel like with him, like when I first saw Alan Shearer headline before I'd read on, I thought, oh, he hasn't walked out, has he? But he did. And I just get a sense he's, do- he's in a rock and a hard place now because he's walked out. And now he's got half the Newcastle fan base, however many people it is, just hating him, which is, I think, amazing. Like, I mean, the fact that, like, people were are more, like, in love with bullying vulnerable people than they are with the, the idea of Alan Shearer as an idol has blown my mind. But great, keep it coming, because no gods, no masters, isn't it? So anyway... The government has expanded its deal with Rwanda to cover everyone who arrives illegally in the UK, including modern slavery victims, source home office. Um, modern slavery definition from gov.uk. Modern slavery is defined as the recruitment movement, harboring or receiving of children, women or men through the use of force, coercion, abuse of, vun- of vulnerability, deception or other means for the purpose of exploitation. Let's run that again. Source home office. The government has expanded its deal with Rwanda to cover everyone who arrives illegally in the UK, including modern slavery victims. Stop trying to tell where this isn't fascism. It's weird. And you're basically on a string by Bannon. That's you. You're a puppet. Absolutely mad. Mad. Let's let's look at that again from the government's own website. Modern slavery is defined as the recruitment, movement, harboring or receiving of children, women or men through the use of force, coercion, abusive vulnerability, deception or other means for the purpose of exploitation. Mad. Look at this laughing dickhead. This from Adam Bienkoff on Twitter. There's a picture of Suella Braveman laughing with her head uh, back in Rwanda, in these camps which look like Tenko, right? Just the Home Secretary laughing merrily in front of the offshore detention centre as she dreams of sending refugees and modern slavery victims to. This shitbag is loving this. Her and Pretty Patel's parents under these laws wouldn't have got in the country. What the fuck goes on in their heads? I don't know, and I don't pretend to know. But the top moment of it is, right, the, the complexity of this situation is like almost like a, a macrocosm of the bloody podcast that Rory, the Tory and Campbell do. It's like from the Lineker perspective, whether Jacqueline's right or not, 
from what you said there in regards like maybe he's just too numb to understand it beyond the end of his own nose. That's definitely possible. And we definitely know middle class people who are like that. Right. But I am not so sure because he's an intelligent lad and you surely wouldn't sign somebody to your podcast network unless you knew all about them. Like, so I just can't go there. So it it makes it gives me pause for thought and concern that he's being deified like unquestioningly. And there's a hell of a lot of that going on in society. And I think from a psychological perspective, look, people are looking for heroes now. The people want to do that because in some respects, like I don't think we're predisposed to it, but I do think in some respects where like people get very um scared. So they want to like put their kind of fear onto somebody else who's going to come and save them. And the the reality is this, anybody's coming to save who we've got to do it ourselves and certainly not the crisp nonce. He's not doing a bloody thing. Like he'll be profiting off the back of like Alistair Campbell and, and the money. Shearer, he'll just be like shearing about. It's like, I, I don't understand, right? How a multimillionaire Alan Shearer like still wants to take a few grand to write for the sun. It's absolutely normal as fuck. But like this ecosystem goes round and round. Like the top moment is, and I'm making no accusations, right? But Campbell's got a history of attacking asylum seekers and refugees. It's just been proven there on that clip earlier in the show. So I'm not saying that that's like the shenanigans of foot here. Not at all. But literally the show, the thick of it was written and the main character is basically Campbell. So anything's possible. Stop putting these fuckers on a pedestal. All that exists to do, that podcast, is just give this illusion of, of a de- like lively debate, as Chomsky says, within a very narrow frame, right? Anything outside of that is cranked off, evidence or not. They'll attack the source, they'll attack the person, they'll attack this, attack that. That's a number one podcast in the country. Crazy. And people are like, Quoting it as if it's like some mad sage and that. Absolutely raj. And I personally will not be warned off from talking about this or anything else. Like, it just makes us want to do it more. You're mad. Like, obviously, if it's not evidence, then I'd shut up. But it's not. It's not that at all. Like, these things are like the more and more that comes in, the more and more we've got to be concerned about, like, the heroes that are being put forward, they're like an avatar for people to put their like distress into and, and put on a pedestal. So if anybody comes along and attacks them with a more nuanced view, you're getting attacked. And that's what's happened. And to be honest with you, it's probably going to happen every day, given the shit that we're going to talk about that nobody else will. Because what else can you do? Like, how do people... like? Where's your honor and where's your integrity? That's all I'm asking here. <laughs> like that's the, I'm directing that at the media, by the way. So anyway, let's have a look and see what about. So Stephen says the problem with personality politics is you always end up with Johnsons, Camerons, or Blairs, people who can work a crowd but are just shiny snake oil salesmen. Totally, dude. Um. Jacqueline's asking, do Newcastle fans hate Shearer because he walked out or because they think he's a hypocrite for writing for the Sun and then showing solidarity with Shearer, with Lineker? I'll be honest with you, Jacqueline, the, like, a lot of the Newcastle fan base is utterly deluded. Um, and 
have been since long before the Saudis took over. Um, some of the people who were up the arse of Mike Ashley, I still won't talk to now. Like, it's not. I, I mean, I had a season ticket, right? Uh, for people who haven't heard this story, like, and I chucked it when Mike Ashley um, disrespected Kevin Keegan and uh, haven't been back since. And that was my red line, and that was like over a decade ago. I mean, what I see now is just an absolute joke. And the people, um, there will be some who um, won't have them writing for the sun and all of that. But there's even people like I see who are like claim to be socialists. So I can't like unquestionably got into the game in that. So I just, I don't know. Um, I don't can't speak for them. Um, but the people who have shown it in this particular show, they hate him because he walked out and they see him as being a traitor to Britain, da da da, da which is funny because he's a former England captain and they put him up was on a pedestal, you know? I mean, he brought like, like, Shira brought it almost like it's okay to support England in, in, into the city because there wasn't very many who were who are England supporters. I remember growing up and somebody from outside the area asked us, what would you rather have? Newcastle win like the League Cup or England win the World Cup? League Cup all day. I'd have them win the Nobly Nice competition and Butlins over England win the World Cup. Like, anybody who... I mean, I, I wouldn't claim to be a Newcastle supporter now. I mean, it's my boy who had club, but I just don't see the same thing as when I was a boy. So I had to admit to myself that that, that and the top level of the game isn't for me. So, anyway, big up Gated. Could have run with the win at the weekend. 1-1-1. One, one, one. Not quite good enough, but it'll do. Right. Some more questions, Carlos. Question slightly one side. Kate Forbes, the SNP, Starmer, another apparent blue tie sitting in another nest like an establishment. Cuckoo thoughts. Don't know enough, Carlos, about that person. Is this the person who um like is some really mad views, like uh, rooted in religion? If it is that person, then I mean, look, I don't care what religion it is, right? Religion has no place in politics. The church and state sh should stay separate. Um, that includes Islam, Christianity, Buddhism, any religion you want. It should have now to do with decisions that are being made. I don't think people, I think people should practice their religion. Um, and that's, I respect that. So I, I, I know some religious people and they're just lovely, but like you cannot be using that as like some kind of like weaponization against like people. So if it is that person, be a nightmare if that person got in there. Right. Morning. The picture is cropped. Other folks around are laughing. Clearly a joke shared. Not that I'm defending the Rwanda policy. So what if it's cropped, man? Like, so what? Like it's being used as some kind of like just stood there. Like these people, Lawrence, right? They're trained. They're media trained right that that trained to only like like you, you remember it started out with like blair and whatever right and it was all like this and power hands and then cameron took it on i fucking hurt that my wrist is still knacked Row. bloody this has come off yeah so anyway it's all that power hand shit so like as i say like she knows what she's doing so it doesn't matter that it's cropped simple as um one more from carlos another note regarding rwanda think of this as a very beginning of a process fascism as it is to treat migrants as scum as they are will those eventually stretch to prisoners political distance protesters ditto with anyone with access to sect nationality it's already spread to it and like i mean 
the the left are like made out to be what the actual right is basically so do make no mistake i know for an absolute fine fact because i've like long before the facebook or social media existed i was known the police right so um it's happening i mean jesus like at the end of the fucking day like we're in dodgy old time so yeah i honestly think that people are going to be dragged off to jail on scoop spurious grounds and that could include me but here i am every day fuck them because at the end of the day we've got to fucking put up a fight man do you really like yeah we've got to do it like even if it it feels like a waste of time, it won't be a waste of time when you're sat in the camps and you're like, well, at least I tried. <laughs> anyway, have a great day, everybody. As I say, please go to youtube.com forward slash cow daily. Go to the community tab. I'll be knocking some posts out on there later on. Um, also, if you want to support work directly, patreon.com forward slash cow daily. It's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Link in the description for PayPal if you want to make a one-off donation or work. All love and respect to you. Sorry it was a bit intense at the start, but I just had to say something, you know what I mean? There's shit going on, which I'm just like, shut up. All love to everybody that tuned in. Um, probably going to start doing like early doors ones. It's just better for my um, head at the minute because I am still haven't got me sleeping sorted. It's just mad. Hopefully this change in season that's coming up will help and it'll be better. Um, hope you're all well, happy, healthy, um, and big up to Leon Edwards and all the good, positive hope people out there in the world. Gotta win. We'll win eventually, you know, but it's gonna be hard. But we'll just keep turning up and just doing what we do, and eventually it'll be great. Or it won't. I don't want to believe full shit. I don't know if it will. Maybe it won't. Somebody's popped in the comments. What are you saying? Stephen saying, keep up the good work, fella. I'll try, mate. Well, I will. Um, what will happen as a result of it is unclear. What will happen as a result of it all stand up is unclear. But honestly, none of you, none of you at all want to have blood on your hands when all this comes out. You really don't. But anyway, Jacqueline saying, fantastic show as usual. Bye, everyone. See you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow, chaps. Really great way to end it. Much love and respect to everybody out there willing to stand up and fight. See you later.